133882 is the talkback number. If you'd like to join me today, I'd love to hear from you at 12 minutes after four. From the 20th of March this year, an extra $1.77 a day will be applied to JobSeeker. But the Council of Social Services is worried that's going to do absolutely nothing to ease the cost of living pressures. To tell you more, the acting chief executive at ACOS is Edwina McDonald. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. An extra dollar seventy-seven a day on the 20th of March. It's not much money, is it, Edwina? Look, it's not much at all. And, and we do know that, that people who are surviving, struggling to get by on the lowest incomes will make the most of it, that every bit counts, but that it's just woefully uh, inadequate uh, and, and far below where uh, payments like JobSecond need to be in order to, to pay for food, for rent, for medicines, for, for energy, just life basics. So this is obviously indexed. We know it's 3.7%. So 3.7% sounds pretty good, but when we narrow it down, it's $1.77 a day. If somebody is your recipient of JobSeeker, how much money are they having to live off per day? So at the moment, people are on JobSeeker on $48 a day if you're a single person. Um, so that'll move to, to $50. If you're on use allowance, there's no uh, indexation increase at this time, and that's $40 a day. Uh, so we just know it's simply not enough to be able to um, put food on the table and a roof over people's heads. Give, give that a little bit more context. If we talk about the minimum wage here, how much is that below what the minimum wage is, or perhaps somebody who's on a, on a pension? Mm. Yeah, so JobSeek is less than half of the minimum wage. It's actually 57% below the minimum wage, uh, and it's it's 34% below where the pension is at at the moment. So we're well and truly really, really low below that poverty line? Yeah, people are, you know, well below the poverty line, but also this, this system of unemployment payment that's meant to be a, a safety net is actually uh, forcing people further and further into poverty. Um, they're just uh, telling us that they're having to do things like, you know, skip meals, and not just meals, they, you know, one person's told us they're going four or five days in every fortnight without food in order uh, to get by at the moment. Four and five days every fortnight. That yeah. is, wow, that is just shocking, isn't it? Yeah, look, and, and it's, it's not just one person we're hearing it from, from so many people about um, going without food, without going, going without medis- medication. So mm. um, not taking it every day, for example, to try and make it stretch out longer uh, because they can't afford to fill the next script. So people are going without food, they're going without medicine. If you, if you want to talk mm. about what the minimum payment should be, we're going to be at 50 mm. bucks on March 20, what's ACOS's suggestion? Well, we're, we're saying that the, the federal government needs to urgently raise the rate of JobSeeker and other similar payments to bring them in line with the pension, so that's currently $73 a day. $73. Are you, get, are you getting much interest or support from the federal government on this? Well, the, the federal government set up a, a tangible mechanism now and a process that could lead to an increase. We've got this Economic Inclusion Advisory Committee that's an independent committee that's going to advise the government um, at, a, at a minimum two weeks out from federal budget around income support payments and what needs to happen there. Uh, so that's been a great move to set up that mechanism and process. Uh, and, you know, we trust the government will, will listen carefully and take the advice seriously. We know already that all the available evidence points to, to the need for a, 
a real and substantial increase. So if people are going without food, going without medication, we know in Western Australia at the moment we are below 1% in the rental market and have been for some time. The real estate figures every week, they're getting mm. tighter and tighter and more difficult for somebody to put a roof over their head. Mm. What, what sort of impact does this have on people who can't get out of that job seeker trap? I mean, it's, it, it means that it's, it's pushing people backwards in terms of um, being able to, to seek paid employment. If somebody is looking uh, to get a, a paid um, job, mm. that, you know, when, when you're living out of your car, if you're living in a tent, um, you're thinking about how you're going to get food, uh, where are you going to sleep tonight, uh, you just, your, your um, mental health is affected, your physical health is affected, your confidence is affected, and just you know, the real tangible things you need to, to do to get a job, like what do you wear to the job interview, um, how do you get there, all these things that are now barriers that the, the, the job seeker payment, the atrociously low rate of it, is actually putting in place in, into getting into employment. When you, when you look at the, the, the jobs that are available in Western Australia at the moment, there, there are more jobs than people that are available. So a simple look at even the job mm. seeker rate mm. in this conversation, obviously, is it well, hold on, there's enough jobs out there. Somebody can go to that job interview. But if, if you're entrenched in this, if it's mm. so hard to try and decide whether you're putting food on the table, buying those medications, paying the electricity bill, trying to get a roof over their head... It, it's just that, that cycle that you just described there where people are unable to even present themselves forward for, to be in employment prospects. Yeah, and we're, and we're hearing that all the time in terms of just the barriers that this is creating, the impact it's having um, on people's health. We, we did a survey last year and you know, nearly every single person uh, told us, as 96% of people said that, that the inadequate income was affecting their physical health uh, and their well-being as well. The Reserve Bank meets tomorrow. We're expecting interest rates to go up again. How nervous are mm. is ACOS about this situation? Yeah, we're really concerned about the impact that the you know, rapidly increasing interest rates um, are having, particularly on on unemployment mm. and on increasing unemployment. And so that we'll we'll see more and more people uh, being forced to join the job queues and to survive on this. Um, you know, woefully inadequately low payment, uh, you know, in the coming months and, the, you know, the year ahead as well. We really appreciate your time, Edwina. Thanks for talking through a few of the, the issues today. Thanks for having me. CEO of ACOS there, Edwina McDonald. It's over to you, one double three eight eighty two. Should JobSeeker go up again? It's going up March 20 from 48 to 50 bucks a day. Uh, calls there from ACOS to make it on par with the pension at $73 per day. One double three eight eighty two. Would you support that job seeker payment going up to $73? Alan doesn't because he says businesses are screaming for workers, Ollie. Anyone who has no disability shouldn't be on job seeker any longer than six months. People are simply dole bludging. Uh, Roger says it's pretty simple, Ollie. I cannot believe that we go overseas to look for workers. While we have unemployed people here screwing the system, why don't we give these unemployed the ultimatum and tell them, if you don't go and get a job, then your dole will stop. It's pretty simple. So Roger and Alan are suggesting here uh, that there are too many people taking advantage of the unemployment benefits. What do you think? Love to hear from you. One double three eight eighty two. Give us a call. Go to air this afternoon. You can be named Perth Lives Caller of the Day. And get yourself off with a VIP pass for you and the family to the ultimate backyard cricket clash, March 18, Government House. It's going to be a great day out.